month of April. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. And so you want to lift your hand and uh, you want to say, the Lord said, call unto me. I will hear you and I will answer and I will show unto you great and mighty things. You want to say, Lord, I'm here. May you remember me, O God, and touch my life. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 30, verse number 1, And Rachel told her husband, Give me a child lest I die. And verse 2 says, And Jacob was upset with a wife. And he said, Am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? It means that it is God who is the giver of every good thing. Amen. So what... Jacob was trying to tell the wife is that do not look at me and don't blame me for whatever you don't seem to have. And I like in the verse number 22 where the Bible says that and the Lord remembered Rachel and God listened to her and opened her womb. And this morning God is here all to remember you. God will listen to you and he will open up whatever needs to be opened for you if only you will call on him because if I will say that God remembered and listened to her, it means that she did something about her case she didn't wait for the, for the husband, you know, to say I'm waiting for my husband to do something but she knew that there is a God who is a way maker so this morning, we want to talk to this God who is a way maker and say, God, may you remember me and touch my life and turn my story around. We don't want to lift your voice. I don't know whatever is your need, but you want to pray right now and talk to him and say, Lord, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, touch my life. My Lord and my God. Touch my life. Come on, talk to him. Pray from your heart. Pray from your heart. Hey, he's a game changer. He's a game changer. When God enters your life, he changes the game of your life. He's here. He's here, he's here, he's here. Ima raba sekara bahana kalababa. Ima mana mashekara bahana lababa bahana ba. Kuna malaba kuna malaba bara bahana bahana kalababa. Ima maraba bakuna laba shekara baba ne alababa. Ikuna lalaba shekara baba ne karababa. Yekara baba ne karababa ne karababa bara ba. Yekara baba ne karababa ne karababa. Lekamura malaba sekara bahana lababa baba. Ikamara. Oh yes, Lord. Lord, remember us and make a way for us. Oh, Yaba, Kaba, Yamahadaba. Lift a voice unto him. It's a prayer here and a prayer answering God. Pray from your heart. Pray like you desire a miracle. Pray that you desire a change. Pray that you need the help of God. Pray that you need Him. 
Yes, the house of God is a house of prayer, it's a house of change, it's a house of change, it's a house of deliverance, it's a place of breakthrough. Receive your breakthrough. I need thee. Yes. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my business. Thank you for my children. 
Oh, hallelujah. Oh, mama, the Allah said, Oh, mama, the Allah Oh, mama, the Allah said, Oh, mama, the Allah said, Lift those two hands properly and worship him. He deserves your worship. He deserves your praise.
ground. I worship you. I worship you. Oh, you are here. Moving in this place. Moving in this place. I worship you. I worship you. Let faith be kindled in our hearts and use us for more glorious things unto your name in Jesus' name. Everybody say a big amen. Can you get hold of your Bible and say, this is my Bible. It is the word of the Lord. I am what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I'm about to receive the rich, unfailing, and grafted word of God, who is able to save my soul and give me an inheritance in the kingdom of God. My life will never be the same, never, never the same, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Wave your Bible at me. Glory to God. Wave your Bible. Amen. Well, this morning, I want to be sharing on God remembers. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, God remembers. Say it again. Say, God remembers. Hallelujah. Now, in scripture, Bible says, and God remembered, is found in a number of occasions in the Old Testament. It is it, in Genesis chapter 6, 
from verse 1, Bible says, And God remembered Noah. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you read Genesis 6, Bible says, And God remembered Noah. And in, then, in Abraham, it's also said that God remembered Abraham in the wake of Sodom and Gomorrah's fall. When Sodom and Gomorrah fell, and uh, there was going to be a fire outbreak to destroy them, God remembered Abraham and delivered them out of that. Then Hannah, after she had cried to the Lord God for a child, God remembered Hannah. Hallelujah. So if God remembered Noah, may he remember you. He remembered Abraham, may he remember you. And when Hannah needed a child and had her rival Penina had a child and she didn't have any, God remembered her. And so when your friend has a car you don't have, God remember you. God remember you for a husband. God remember you for the child. God remember you for the money. God will remember you. Can I have an amen? And the Bible again says uh, concerning Rachel, when she desired a child, as we read earlier on in Genesis chapter 30, verse number 22, and God remembered her. God remembered Rachel. So say, God remembered Rachel. And God listened to her. So somebody listen to me. As we're praying, your prayer is not for nothing. God remembers you. And uh, the Bible says that God listened to her and opened her womb. Whatever you're asking the Lord for, may the Lord remember you. And may the Lord respond to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now what does it mean to say God remembers? And what hope does this leave us today? When we say God remembers, it doesn't mean that God's memory is faulty or is prone to fail. It doesn't mean that he suffered from a, a poor memory as a result of old age or decline in health. God, God is always fresh. And God is always alive and healthy. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean that he's any less all-knowing because our God is all-knowing. Amen. That's why he's omniscient. Hallelujah. But in this context, when we say God is all, God remembers, it means that he focuses his attention on us and on our need. So when we say God remembers you, it means that God will focus his attention on your need. Somebody, God is focusing his attention on your life. He knows what is best for your life and he's going to get it fixed up for you. When God remembers, he seems to accumulate all our prayers and relieve what he's been concerned about regarding our lives. Amen. In Exodus chapter 3 verse 9, the Bible says that concerning the children of Israel, that when they cried unto the Lord God, the Lord came and said, Behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and have also seen the oppression which is upon the Egyptians. I mean, which the Egyptians oppressed them. So you see that when they called on him, he remembered them. Hallelujah. And so in the verse number 10, you said that I am come down, come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out. So anytime you cry unto God, God remembers your prayer, and God brings about the solution. May that become your portion. I said, may that become your portion. Now, in Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 10, in Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 10, if you are there, say, thank you, Jesus. He said, God, let's read together, for God. Oh, I can't hear you, somebody.
For God is not unjust to forget. Some version says unrighteous. I, I like to, let's look at it in a pure King James. For God is not unrighteous or unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward his name in that you have ministered to the saints and you do minister. It means that every works of ours, God never forgets. Oh, your amen is weak. Your amen needs a top up. It is very refreshing to know that God is, not un- God is not unrighteous to forget. You see, people can forget. Human beings can forget. But God does not forget. Sometimes even a lecturer is marking your script. And he forgets that, you know, he, he didn't mark a section of your script. Or he didn't add some marks. Because he's human and has frailties. But as for God, pepe. That means everything about God is exact. He fixes everything and makes it beautiful and makes it perfect. God is not unrighteous to forget. That means that God does not suffer from, I mean, a memory, a bad memory syndrome. Amen? We human beings, when everything is fine with us, we easily forget. Oh, yeah. When you were crying once, God, do this for me, do that for me. The moment you get a, re- a little relief, you say you have forgotten God. But God is not unrighteous to forget your work. It means that when you do any work, God doesn't forget. Not only your work, but your labor of love. How you try to love people, how you try to, 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 to love his work, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and you do minister. And that is why every minister of God, and when I say a minister of God, I'm not necessarily talking about a reverend minister per se in terms of title or position, but anybody who ministers unto the things of God, God remembers the person. You sweep in the house of God, God remembers. You clean, God remembers. You sing, God remembers. You hoover, God remembers. Anything that you show as an affection towards his work, an affection towards him, he remembers you. May the Lord remember you. You see, many years ago, it was characteristics of certain kingdoms to keep a record of chronicles detailing notable deeds that were performed by the citizens for the king or the realm. And the purpose of the record was to ask was so that certain acts and events will not be forgotten. Reason why things are documented is for remembrance. That's why when you come to church, we ask you to write. Because writing, you know, gives you a long memory. Hallelujah. Yeah, those of you who don't write, you are missing something. Yeah. And so, during the time of King Ahasuerus, one day, the king was there and he asked that they should bring to him the book of the chronicles and then when he read the book of the chronicles he realized in Esther chapter 6 verse 1 that Mordecai had actually delivered him because there were two of his people who wanted to kill him you know so on a particular night the king could not sleep when you begin to pray about some things eh, people have to do things for you they, they, they can't have their peace until they've done it for you before the month ends, before the end month, uh, I mean, the, 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 the month ends, amen, 
Those who have to remember you, may they remember you. <laughs> Those who have forgotten about you. You see, sometimes you just be there and then all of a sudden you realize that, hey, Charlie, this person did this. This person, maybe you forgot, oh. Human, all, but all of a sudden, remembrance will come. All of a sudden, may the Lord remind certain people things they said to you. What they wanted to do for you that either they forgot it or the enemy made them to forget. Documents you have presented at some places whereby it looks like they put a document somewhere. May you be remembered and may they pull the documents up. Can I have an amen? Yes. So shall it be for you. Oh, your amen needs a top. I said, so shall it be unto you. So shall it be unto you. Can I have an amen? Sister, he might have met a brother long ago and he's forgotten and now all of a sudden he needs a wife. He will remember that, hey, I met this sister. Long years ago, before I realized there's a reconnection. Amen. You may be needing a job and then all of a sudden someone remember that, hey, there's this brother who needs a job. There's this sister who needs a job. You shall be remembered. Am I speaking to somebody here? Hallelujah. You shall be remembered. I say you shall be remembered. You shall be remembered. Big Thana and Teresh wanted to kill the king. They plotted against the king to kill him. Two of the king chamberlains. People that the king trusted. He drawn them close. But these guys sought to lay hand on the king as well as to kill him. And it was Mordecai. You see, when you see people doing evil, don't keep quiet. One day to save you. One day it will bring help to you. The problem of our nation is that when we see evil, we never talk about it. We know that it is bad. We only say it in our head, but we never do anything about it. And when we let evil perpetrate, eh, and we don't deal with it, it grows. So this man, out of a good heart, said, why should a king... Do, do you understand for a king to be killed? Do you know what it, 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 it means for an, a managing director to be murdered? A CEO, you have no idea. Amen. It takes time for people to reach a certain kind of position. It doesn't just happen like that. So when you see important, you see your heart is so important such that your heart has been guarded by a ribcage. Your brain is so important that it is in a skull, a hard shell. Anything that is important must be well protected. It's a message. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So this guy, are you here with me? This guy told them, King, and save the king's life. And in the verse number three, the king said, What honor and dignity have been done to Mordecai for this? Then said the king's servants that ministered unto him, There is nothing done for him. It means that this is at his time of remembrance. And interestingly enough, it was at the time when Haman wanted to attack the Jews. And this man all of a sudden received promotion. The, he sat on the king's house. He was giving royal robes and his story changed. May your story change. I said, may your story change. 
as you are honoring God, may at the, at the nick of time, when, when, when you need the promotion most, may your promotion show forth. I don't know whether you understood what I said. There is a time that you need something very much. And at that time, may you not be forgotten. May you be remembered and be rewarded. Can I have an amen? So, this man was remembered and his promotion came. May you be remembered and may your promotion come. There are three things that God will remember regarding your life. Number one, God will remember your offerings. May the Lord remember your offerings. In Psalm 20, verse 1 to 3, the main thing is the verse 3, but I would like to explain it. He said, the Lord hear thee, due to New King James, in the day of trouble. Eh? Or the, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Okay, let's do King James. I think I like the King James. Eh? King James. The Lord, yeah, I like the day of trouble. The Lord hear you in the day of trouble. Did you hear that? It means that in your day of trouble, when you call on him, may he hear you. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Verse 2. May he send you help from the sanctuary. That means from the presence of God. From the house of God. And strengthen you out of Zion. Verse 3. May he remember all your... Of. And accept your burnt sacrifices. It means that God remembers our offerings. Every offering that you've been offering. Oh, if we be human. And sometimes I'm just there, then I remember, oh, this one gave me this. 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 Sometimes I'm just there. And then I call this person and say, Thank you for doing this for me. Thank you for doing that for me. Thank you for doing that for me. Thank you that when I needed this at this stage of my life, you did this for me. Yes. I have rem remembrance. Yeah. I go back and I say, thank you. I remember this stage of my life. Last year, sorry, last week, there was a lady, 90 years old. Yeah, she's in the U.S. now. And then I remember when we were young, she used to fry pancake. Called her grandma pancake. And I used to go and find her coal pots. For her to give me some of the pancake. Pancake in watching where you are now. Not to watch it. That watch it. I spoke in tongues. That means that, you know, the, the debris of the pancake when, you know, sometimes it's supposed to look flat and everything. But I, sometimes when they are turning it, it breaks in pieces. But even then, it was a blessing to me. And I remember very well that her daughter, sometimes when they cook, they always remember to give me some of the food. And there are times that this young lady will not eat till I have come. It's from my biological family member. Not that she was in love with me, you know, in, in, you know erotically. But that she, I was a Christian brother. And so that there was a love, there was a, a filial love. And an agape love. And somebody saw that this was a young guy who, I mean, whose mother was not around and needed to be cared for. And this, this elderly, this lady uh, was a teacher at that time. They didn't have much, but the little they had, they shared. Yes. Yeah. 
So one day, when she was having a bad day, I decided to go there before she left Ghana. And God had blessed me with some dollars. And I went and blessed. I remembered the fact that, hey, her cocontain helped me. Her banku helped me. You see, some of us, we, we easily forget when life is good for us. I took my children, my family, I said, let's go and honor that woman. Let's go and honor her. Because at the time of my need, she was there with just a little income. So last week when she was celebrating her birthday, I was very tied up with a lot of things. And yet I still decided to do some, you know, uh, 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 some videos and send it to her and her family. Her children, her grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And you know what? I told her, I said, you're a good woman. When your mother was old, you, you let your mother stay with you. And you took care of your mother properly. And because of that, as you have also grown old, your daughter too has taken you on, taken you to America and living with you and caring for you. Yes, I told her. I told her. And they had a Zoom, Zoom, Zoom party or so, Zoom whatever, and get together and all those things, you know. And I had a meeting, and I managed to enter the Zoom meeting myself too. Oh yes, to be part of it and to just show that I do appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yes. Please, when people do good things, see, many of us will only document what is bad. People help us uh, when they do something small that we don't like, we erase them. Yes. Shakespeare said, the good things that I, so, that I do is written on water. The bad things that I do, they are written on brass to be read. Sometimes you're in a relationship, even you're, you are married or whatever, you forget every good thing. The day you are angry, every bad thing is what you rehearse. Same way. Some of you come to this church. They tell you, okay, you are excited. You are happy. You are this and this and that. The day you are happy about something small. Sometimes it's not even about you. Somebody even said it. No, I just want a World Cup. You say, why are no? Why are no? You have won something. Why are no? Why are no? Let's go and fight. And you are wearing the thing to go and fight for the person. Let us remember. Remembrance is a good thing. And see, when you are remember, uh, somebody of remembrance, you learn to thank and when you are a thank person, the word thanks, eh, the original language is gratis, gracia, whatever. And it, it means grace. It means that a thankful person works in grace. He works in thanks. Yes. Yes, you work in thanks. If you don't know how to thank and you don't know how to appreciate, no, 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 no. Your life is finished. May you learn to be a thanksgiving person. Can I have an amen? So may the Lord remember all your offerings. Can I have an amen? Yeah. In 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 3 to 5 and 9 to 14, we see a story of Solomon. Bible says, and Solomon loved the Lord. Are you here with me? Walking the statues of David his father, only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. Because he loved the Lord, the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did the Lord, did Solomon offer upon that altar. And in Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, what shall I give thee? 
You see, because of that, God remembered the guy's sacrifice. So God asked him, what shall I do for thee? <laughs> oh, that was a blank check. May the Lord come to you. Uh, can you imagine if the Lord comes to you and says, what, what shall I give to you? Uh, what shall I give to you? <laughs> May you receive this blank check. And then the verse 9, verse 9, look at verse 9, that he said, give therefore your servant an understanding heart to judge your people. He was concerned about the things of God. That I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, your so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had existed. It means that Solomon, you know, thought about God. Solomon thought about God. You see, a lot of times we are just thinking about ourselves. Solomon, when he was given the blank check, instead of saying, Give me 25 Mercedes Benzes. I want some wild range roadways. Custom designed uh, 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 Lexuses. No. And give me 500 houses at Trasaco. I don't, I don't know whether they, they, they even have that kind of number over there. Yes. Yeah. He didn't ask for those things. He asked for wisdom and understanding to govern the people of God. The road to be able to fulfill his purpose as a king. To serve the most high God. And God said, because you have asked this thing. He says, because the, 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 the thing pleased God. And the verse, then God said to him, because you have asked this thing. And you have not asked for yourself long life. Because everybody wants long life. May you receive long life. Neither have you asked riches for yourself. May you receive the riches. No, ask the life of your, even your enemies. He said, kill my enemies for me. That was what he said. But you have asked for yourself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to your words. And I have also given you a wise and understanding heart. So that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. Wow. Verse 13. Everybody read this part with me. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked. Both what? Riches and honor. So that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. When you become interested in the things of God, Bible says in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all other things shall be added unto you. In 1 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 5, Bible says, so long as King Azariah sought the Lord, he made him to prosper. So the key to your prosperity is not running after money, it's not ignoring the things of God, it is rather designing the things of God, getting involved in the things of God. And when God knows that, what is, his, what is dear to his heart? You are after it. When he sees that you are after his heart, he will give you his hand. When you are after his works, eh? when you are after, you know, his word, he will give you his works. <laughs> are you following me? Go after her. You see, if you win a woman's heart, everything she has is yours. Yeah. And if you win a man's heart, yeah, his pocket is yours. Win his heart and his hand will come to you. 
What is in his hand will come to you. It's an easy thing. If you're a woman and you're... Listen, if you're a woman, it is an easy way. All you have to do to get something from a man is just let, let please the man. Let the man be happy. Go after the heart of man. If you can take hold of the heart of the man, you can get what is in his hand. And give the heart of the man to God. If you give the heart of the man to God, Bible says that the heart of a man is in God's hands. He turns it whithersoever he wills. So when all you have to do is that, don't take his heart. Take the heart of that man and give it over to God. And when you give that heart over to God, God will now know how to manipulate the heart of the man and his son. So what you are not getting from him, God will make sure that he will speak to him and he will minister unto you. <clears throat> so, God remembers, number one, he will remember, he remembers your offerings. Is that right? Yeah. And in Acts 10, 1 to 4 also, we see angelic visitation of Cornelius, where Cornelius, are you here with me? Cornelius, you know, the Bible says he was a centurion of the band of the uh, Italian band. And uh, he was a devout man, one who feared God. And he gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. And he saw in a vision about the ninth hour of an angel of God coming to him and saying unto him, Cornelius. So listen, when you serve God, God knows you by name. He looked on him and was afraid and he said unto him, Your prayers and your alms are come out for what? A memorial. So your prayer and your giving is a memorial. God remembers it. Every prayer you're praying, <laughs> your day of promotion is coming. God no go shame you. I said, God no go shame you. Tell somebody, God no go shame me. Hallelujah. Yes, God no go shame you. That. Amen. Number two, God remembers his word unto you. So God doesn't only remember your, offer, your offerings, he remembers his word unto you. Psalm 119 verse 49. Psalm 119 verse 49. Please write it. I'm teaching you something very important. Psalm 119 verse 49. He says that, remember the word unto your servant, and upon which thou hast caused me to hope. Remember your word. That means that God spoke to him and he said, so he's saying the Lord, remember what you have said unto me. You know, sometimes somebody gives you a promise, is that not it? He said, but you remember you, you said something to me. Remember what you said. So, now, this remembering, it doesn't mean that God has forgotten. But what he's trying to say is that, what he's trying to say is that he is more or less employing the word. Amen. Yeah, he's relying on the word. He's relying on the word for it to come to pass. So, God is not unrighteous to forget his promises. Amen. Because Jeremiah 1.12. What are Jeremiah 1.12? The Bible says he watches over his word to perform it. So whatever God has said, he's watching over his word to perform it. May God watch his word concerning your life. Concerning your home. Concerning your children. Whatever God has said concerning your children. That your sons will be as plants grown up in their youth. And your daughters shall be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of palaces. According to Isaiah 54.13. Your children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be their peace. Oh may that become your portion. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. 
In Psalm 113, verse 7 to 9, Bible says he raises the poor out of the dust. If the people call you poor person, say, Whoa, hallelujah, I qualify for a blessing. He raises the poor out of the dust. I see God lifting you out of the dust. And, and, and then he lifts the needy out of the downhill. It means that you would the boiler. So it means that you eat secondhand food. It means that you, you wear secondhand clothing. And people seem to be laughing at you. I see God lifting you up. That he may set him with the princes, even the prince of his people. That means that God will let you now come out of the pit and walk within the corridors of power. Hey, and he make her the barry woman to keep us. People may be laughing at you, just like they Penina loved at Hannah, but she did never she never knew that Hannah was going to give birth to a prophet. A prophetic blessing is coming to your life. Oh, I said a prophetic blessing is coming to your life. Can I have an amen? A blessing that would outlive her. A blessing that would outlive her generation. That people are going to remember that son's name and they shall be called Samuel, a prophet of God, and he'll be a generational blessing. Your life, God is going to give you a generational blessing. And not only a generational blessing, but a transgenerational blessing. He make her the barren woman to keep house and to become a joyful mother of children. Sometimes you can be a mother of children, but your children are giving you wahala. Your children give you problems. You hear they are going to do this. They have stolen here. They have done this and that. But as for you, minus you, because I will say your children shall be taught of the Lord. Great shall be your peace. And that your sons will be as plant grown up in your youth. Your daughters shall be as cornerstones. Polished after the spiritual of palaces. They shall be the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. The first and not the last. And that out of that, God will make you a joyful mother of children you hear good news about them and you'll rejoice he said my that now that be my boy now that be my girl now that be my boy now that be my baby man god will turn your story around he'll remember his promises regarding your life so shall it be sometimes men may promise you and they said i said it but i think i've changed my mind or i have forgotten and sometimes for real they forget but God is not unrighteous to forget. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tell somebody he is un- not unrighteous to forget. Hey, in Isaiah 55 verse 11. Look at it quickly. Let's look at it. Isaiah 55 verse number 11. He says, whatever he has said, his word, he will accomplish it. So shall my word be that go forth from my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. Hey, whatever God has said, that word will be accomplished. It shall prosper in the thing for which what? I sent it. That means that whatever God has said, that word will prosper. May God's word prosper in your life. You didn't hear me. I said may God's word prosper in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In Numbers 23, Verse 19. Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. Amen. Human beings may lie, but God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. That means he will change his mind. Has he said it and will he not do it? So if God said it, he's going to do it. Has he spoken it and will, will he not make it good? Oh, he watches his word to accomplish it. Receive what his word is saying. In Mark chapter 10 verse number 29 to verse number 31, 32. Ah. From the 28, start from 28. Peter said to him, Lord, we have left all and have followed thee. We have left all and followed thee. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you are following God and you are serving God, God is saying, well, is the church yours? Are you the only one who trying to serve God? Listen to me. The best person to serve is the most high God. 
And Jesus answered and said, There is no man who has left house, brother, sisters, father, mother, wife, children, or lands for my sake and the gospels. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time houses. Listen, this is the promise of God. Are you here with me? Okay. He shall receive now in this houses, sisters, mothers, children, and lands with persecution. And in the world to come, what? Eternal life. So what he's trying to say is that anyone who has left father, mother, brother, sisters, you left something. Are you, are you listening to me? Are, are you listening to me? He said, if you have left something to serve God for the sake of Christ on this earth, you left house, you receive houses. You left brother, sister, you receive brothers and sisters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Through the gospel, I've got so many brothers and sisters. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Some of them, I send a message, I say, if I need this, I want to get this, say, they will just rally around. Yes, rally around. Amen. You left house, you left brother. Listen, some of you, you like too much. My hometown, my hometown. You are too tribalistic. More than Christian. It's true. The moment you meet your tribal person, you know, it's like crisis out of your life. You meet somebody from your hometown, crisis out of your life. You meet somebody from your old school, crisis out of your life. No, don't do that. Don't be, don't be that... Uh, Overly ethnic oriented. Be Christ like in your mind. Be a lover of God. Can I have an amen? amen? Yes. Anybody from your hometown is misbehaving, you follow the person. Somebody from an ethnic group who's going against the things of God, you follow because he's my brother, he's my sister. We come from the same hometown. You come from God. Or you don't know that? First John 4 4. You have God, little children. You are of God. You come from God. Little children. That hometown is where your grandmother or your grandfather was born. And they live there. Amen. You have God. Little children. So be a God-minded and a God-hearted person. Am I speaking to somebody here? Hallelujah. You shall receive a hundredfold now. So as you follow God, eh? You will see God blessing you. And God will never like to owe, owe you. You are too little, too minute for God to owe you anything. Too insignificant. Amen? The last one. God remember your service for his kingdom. May the Lord remember you for his service. After Nehemiah had built the city walls, and had ensured that everything was set in order in the house of God, he ended his book with a simple prayer. Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 31. Nehemiah 13, 31. If you are in Nehemiah, say, thank you, Jesus. Nehemiah 13, 31. It says, and for the wood offering, at times appointed, and for the first fruit, let, let's read this prayer. Remember me, Oh my God, for good. After he had worked. So after, as you sweep, say, Lord, remember me for good. When you come for choir practice, Lord, remember me for good. And the same thing the psalmist said in Psalm 86 verse 17. Show me a sign for good. May the Lord show you a sign for good. As you are serving the Lord, may the Lord show you a sign for good. I said, God will never shame you. God will not go shame you. 
I said, God, no go shame you. Can I have an amen? God, no go shame you. Tell somebody, God, no go shame me. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 7, in Luke chapter 7, from verse number 2, the Bible says uh, there was uh, a, a centurion who, who was, I mean, who had a servant who was dear to him, and the servant was sick unto death. Now, a centurion was a Roman guy, and uh, this servant was a slave. And for a slave to die, it's not that important. But if the slave was dear to the man, it means that he must, must, be, he must have been a special slave. And then verse 3 says that he, when he had heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching that he would come and heal his servant. So he wanted Jesus to come and heal his servant. So he told the elders of the Jews, he tried to have some intercessors, people who would go and intercede on, on his behalf. And the verse number five, the Bible says that, and when, no, no, sorry, go back, verse number four. When they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly, saying that he, that he was worthy for whom he should do this. It means that there are some things that some people are not worthy. But they one they said the man is worthy. So say he's worthy. Why was he worthy? They gave the explanation, the verse 5. For, for that means because he loves our nation and he has built us a synagogue. Why would God do certain things for you? Because you are a lover of the things of God. And he has built us a synagogue. Listen to me. I want to encourage everybody here. That in your lifetime, decide that you will use your life for God. You will build something significant. You see, in this church here, you, there should be some things that you can point out to that by the grace of God. God gave me the ability to buy ABCD for the church. Say, I'm changing my, the ministerial chairs. I am doing this. When you go to Perez Chapel, there's one person... The whole big dome bought all the, the tiles. One person. Hasn't he got a family? He's got a family. But he knew the importance of doing something significant for the house of God. And you think God will forget the man? I'm told that their, all their, their sound system, their lineups or whatever, was about $165,000 one person bought it. Like what? Line Aries. Thank you. Line Aries. That's a technical term. Yes. One person bought it. $167,000. No CDs. So multiply by almost six. Yes. He paid. But he knows that his ability even to write check, his movement, everything, that money cannot take care of the handwriting, the foot moving. Are you listening to me here? Yes. But decide that you'll be a helper in building the house of God. That's why I keep telling you people, those of you, some of you, you must build. Some of you, you, you bought only one of the windows. You are, your ability to, you can, the ability to do more than one window. Some of you, can, you can clear the, all the windows there. Say, I am taking care of everything there. We are coming to the frontage. We are coming to put pillars. Say, so I will do that. We need people that the gospel must be propagated. Amen. And some, some, some radio station has come to me. Give me some good offer. And we need some of you so that we can preach the gospel. The preaching here must go out there and save souls. 
You see, one day, see, you people don't understand the preaching of the gospel. One guy, he said one day he took a gun. He was going to kill himself. Then he had on the preaching, there was something there on the radio. You want to kill yourself. You are going through a situation, you want to kill yourself. Whatever you are using, put the gun down. And he put it down. Today he's a preacher. Somebody supported that preaching and because of that, that man didn't kill himself. If he had killed himself, can you see its effect on, on, on his own life that he will go to hell because you don't take your own life. You don't, nobody will, please, no matter what's happening to you, never kill yourself. If you kill yourself, you go to hell. No matter all your tongues because you didn't bring yourself into the world. You don't owe your life. You don't owe, no, don't kill anybody and don't kill, don't kill anybody includes yourself. That shall not kill includes yourself. <laughs> yes. No matter how, whatever you are feeling, don't kill. Amen. But somebody supported that. And do you know its effect also upon the family? Maybe the wife, the children, and co. So please, we need you to decide that what the money you have or whatever you have, take some of it. Some of you, when you get money, you know, it's just your new car, your new house, your new whatever. You are thinking about yourself. Yeah. Last week, we, we read Exodus chapter 5, where he said that, Moses said that, oh, if we don't sacrifice, eh, a sword and a pestilence will come unto us. Yes. If you don't sacrifice, something can happen to you. Amen. So it's better that we go and sacrifice. That, that's the scripture there. He said that the God of Hebrews has met us. Let us go. We pray thee three days journey into the, into the desert and sacrifice unto the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with a sword. Because your sacrifice will take away the attack of the enemy from you. You don't know. Some of you, listen to me. Sacrifice releases a certain power. And sometimes the attack of the enemy is warded off because of your sacrifice. Why will God keep you alive? I said, why sh- and why should he keep you alive? Why should God do certain things for you if you are not that beneficial to him? Am I preaching to you here? I'm finishing right now. Can I have an amen? Mm-hmm. Someone say, mm-hmm. <laughs> eh? King Hezekiah. Let me give you a last one on King Hezekiah. Second Kings chapter 20, verse 1 to 6. God remembers. That's what God remembers. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible says, in those days, Hezekiah became sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, a very famous prophet, went to him and said that, prepare yourself to house in order, for you are going to die. Hey! A prophet comes and says, get ready. Write your will, you are going to die. But when he heard that, he turned his face to the wall. That means that he's not going to confer with man. And he prayed unto the Lord, saying, look, listen to his prayer. Let's read together. I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. Remember. You're saying, Lord, Lord, remember. Remember what I did. Remember. Remember. So he said, remember. And I have done that which is good in your sight. Did you see that? And then verse 4. The moment he prayed that prayer, it came to pass that as Isaiah was going out into the middle court, that the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, the same Isaiah, turn again. Your situation is going to turn around. Amen. And tell, 
Hezekiah, the captain of my people, that said the Lord, the God of David thy father, I've heard your prayer, I've seen your tears, behold I will heal thee, and on the third day thou shalt go up into the house of the Lord. Someone say, hey, what a God. Hezekiah's situation changed because he reminded God of something. There was something he had done. God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. So those of you in the house who don't do anything, just come and sit down. Warm the chest. Say, I'm not happy about something. Or they told me to sit down. If they told you to sit down, you can be reassigned. Amen? Yeah. Find something else positive to do in the house of God. Don't get that. And listen, you are, from today, I want you to understand this. You are never serving God for, you are not serving God for any man. That's all. It's a summary. You are serving God for yourself. And even if you don't want anything, think about your children and your children's children. Look at that 90-year-old woman. She used to be in girls' brigade. She was serving a good shepherd, whatever. She's serving in various groups. And out of that, all her children have come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That her daughter was always helping me when I got born again. Was helping me to, today, look at me, I'm preaching. Yes, I'm preaching. So there are things that you are going to become because of your involvement in the house of God. The work of God. Find yourself something doing. There are times Satan will tell you you are wasting your time. I tell you, Satan will tell you that, look, uh, what you are doing is not even being appreciated. The Bible says that which servant is it that when you have gone out and you have come and then your master tells you to cook, that your master says thank you. Sometimes God will be testing you and you will not receive a thank you from man. But know that your reward is coming from God. Yeah. So you, you must say that I am what? An unprofitable servant and I have done that which is due me to do. Period. If you work at a place and then you do your work, should your boss come and salute you? He only says it at the discretion or whatever. It is your work. And you cry, you are, you are so blessed that God has called you into, to be part of his work. Look at us. Smelling people like us. We are not good. You know yourself. I know myself. You know where we are coming from. You know who your father is. You know who your mother is. You know, we know ourselves. That we are not good. Even as we are in the church, after the church, there are things we do. Things that are going on in our hearts and in our minds. Things we say. And yet God tolerates us. But the good news is that this God, three things. Number one, he remembers your offerings. Your offerings. Number two, he remembers his word unto you. So whatever promise he has said, he will make it good. And that's why you have to go and look for scripture. When you are praying, eh, you must look for the scriptures. God, what do you say about my marriage? What do you say about my children? What do you say about my business? That's why in this church, when we are giving prayer topics, we give you with scriptures. So that it will build your faith. 
He didn't say by your prayers you are healed or you are free. He said by your faith. <laughs> Listen, even praying for the sick, even praying for the sick. He said that when there's a sick person, he said let them call for the elders, let them anoint him with oil. And the prayer of faith is a faith. It's not just prayer. That's why when you come to church and you don't have faith, and you don't even have faith, and believe in your man of God, there's nothing you can receive. If you don't have faith in me, you don't deserve to be here. If you don't have faith in my ministry, you'll be wasting your time. Are you listening to me? Because God, listen, the anointing that works for you is the anointing you honor. So if you don't honor an anointing, listen, when I was young, listen, I, I, I experienced it vividly. When I was young, there was a time, I think I had a migraine or there was something when I was in, I was in, in high school. And then my father would take me to their company, doctor, and I went a few times, and I wasn't getting okay. So I told my dad that, Rose, refer me. Let me go somewhere else. You know, and every time I went, we kept waiting. And the doctor was a good doctor. I think it was even a white doctor or something. I wasn't getting fine. And they eventually they changed me, and then I went to see another person. They didn't give me any whatever, anything. But I had the confidence in the new doctor, and I was healed. I, be, I mean, I became free. I don't know whether, whether it's still paracetamol or something. And I was whatever. I was, I was free. Are you getting me? So the imp- it's very important that you, you, when you are in a place, you must have faith in the ministry of your man of God. Respect him. Appreciate him. That is when, when he speaks, his, his speakings will be a blessing to your life. But when you are in a place, your heart is somewhere else. It's like you have your husband. And you, you don't you have, if you are with your husband and you are, you know, you are some way, when you are doing the thing, it will not sweet you. Because you don't have affection for him. You are just lying down. You are like a cadaver. You don't, you don't no involvement, no nothing. Some of you are, you are making like you are, I'm saying, I'm not saying it. I am preaching the word of the Lord. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Finish it. Let's go. What kind of life is that? There must be smiles. Amen. When you see your pastor, you must be excited. It's true. When I see my pastor, when I hear his name, I'm excited. When I hear anything about him, yeah. Every time I'm praying, praying for him, I'm happy. Because listen to me, even though God is so, you see, we get water from Kmong, those of us in this side. We drink water from Kmong. But the water from Kmong doesn't just land in our homes. It goes through a pipeline. God always has a pipeline. <laughs> There's always a channel. There's always a channel. Even Jesus, even Jesus, God himself, when he, he took on flesh, Jesus needed a pastor. He went to his pastor. You want to be anointed, you must go to your pastor. He went to his pastor, John the Baptist. And once John said, you, oh no, no, you must baptize him. So no, no, you are the one to do it to fulfill all righteousness. Share. Don't joke about spiritual things. Learn to submit. Other than you will never get some things. And what you even have can leave you. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Because devil is out to fight you and to destroy you and to take to reduce you to nothing. If you don't know it, check John 10.10. 10. 
He comes not but for what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's why Jeremiah 3.15 says, I'll give you pastors after my heart who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. And if you look at a, a sheep, and sheep, sheep, the sheep's life is virtually in the hands of a shepherd. If there's no shepherd, your life will become like lamb chops. Eh? Yeah. One day, we're driving to Ho to go and preach. Then after Sikuma Junction, as we're going, then we saw this sheep over there in the middle of the road. We saw a snake. We're trying to kill the snake because snake doesn't belong to anybody. Dangerous. There's nobody who says that the snakes here, they are mine. Or the pythons here, they are mine. But when you see sheep, you know it belongs to somebody. But the sheep was in the middle of the road and he had no shepherd. May you be under a shepherd. Yeah. We just were merciful not to kill. We had to just told pastor, I said, hold on, hold on. It's a sheep. Don't kill it. From today, remember that God does not forget. May the Lord remember you. I said, may the Lord remember you. The Lord remembers, number one, he remembers your offerings. Number two, he remembers God, his word concerning your life. Amen. So always know that God has a word concerning your life. Do you believe that? And number three, he remembers your service. 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 That's why Exodus chapter 23, 25 and 26. You shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless your bread and your water. And I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee. And 26, the number of your days I will fulfill and there shall be no barrenness in your life. Amen. I'm done. Hallelujah. Glory to God. May we stand to our feet. The Lord remembers you. So we want to talk to God and say, Lord, may you remember my offerings. Lord, may you remember your word concerning my life. Maybe there's a certain word. Maybe you need a child. Maybe you need a business. Ah. Tell the Lord, Lord, may you bless. You say you bless the work of my hands. So let it be in the name of the Lord Jesus. And number three, he remembers your service. May the Lord remember your service. Lift your hand and say, Father, Father, I come to you. I come to you this morning. This morning. You are a God of remembrance. You are a God of remembrance. That means you are looking into my life. That means you are looking into my life. To reward me. To reward me. And to show me mercy. And to show me mercy. I pray today. I pray today. May you remember me. May you remember me. In, in these three areas. In these three areas. Remember my offerings. Remember my offerings. And the sacrifices. And the sacrifices. That I have made. That I have made. Unto you and unto your work. Unto you and your work. May you remember. May you remember. Your way. Your way. That you have concerning my life. Concerning my life. That you have made me the head and not the tail. That you have made me the head above and not beneath. Above and not beneath. And remember. And remember my service my service for your kingdom for your kingdom let your kingdom come let your kingdom come. let your will be manifested let your will be manifested in my life in my life i need you i need you i want you i want you have your way have your way in my life in my life lord lord give me fresh anointing give me fresh anointing that i will serve you that i will serve you in a much better way in a much better way in jesus name in jesus name 
Amen. Amen.